Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, always broadcasting from the Selmark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield News team. We are your audio newspaper. This is episode 99. We thank you for being here. Coming up on this episode, it's Mansfield news, sports, and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to the restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Mansfield ISD announces upcoming job fair. Education Foundation hands out its largest amount ever. COVID-19 epidemic is still declining in Mansfield. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas in Mansfield. In sports, Summit and Timberview football teams make a big statement at the district level. Coming up in the features section... From the science desk, reporter Dennis Webb is going to color my world and yours. What do you do when a supplement knocks on your door? You invite them in. Yes, it's me again, LaShonda, providing this week's health tip of the week. In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I will be talking about, for the very first time... A wine. We have the seven day weather forecast, and in the talk segment, Steve concludes his in studio conversation with local rock duo Olive Vox, who are currently on a national tour. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is about Mansfield. Hey, Mansfield, Sonia here from Wise Wellness. Did you know that Wise Wellness is now mobile? Yep, we have changed our business model to best serve our clients. That means you can order online and usually have it delivered within 24 hours or less. We're bringing the best CBD tinctures, topicals, edibles, and pet products directly to your door. Visit our website at wisewell.com to see our selection. That's W-Y-S-E-Well.com. Got pain? Need sleep? Does your pet have storm or separation anxiety? We've got you covered. Don't forget about our specialty, Tom's Treats. These little gems of goodness can help promote better sleep and overall wellness. With six main ingredients and no preservatives, they're the best around. Give us a call at 682-313-4767, visit the website, or reach out to us on social media to connect. As a thank you to the About Mansfield podcast listeners, use the promo code AMPOD to buy one, get one free on our website. Again, that's wisewell.com, W-Y-S-E, well.com. Hi, I'm Carmen McMillan, Executive Director of Mansfield Mission Center, inviting you to make our thrift store your one stop for shopping, donating, and volunteering. When neighbors buy your donations, the proceeds help other Mansfield neighbors in need with free services including financial assistance, employment help, food, medical, dental, and vision care. Voted Best Thrift Store in 2019 by Living Magazine, the Mansfield Mission Center Thrift Store is located at Broad and Walnut Creek. For more details, visit our website at Mansfield. MansfieldMission.org. That's MansfieldMission.org. Hi, I'm Bernie McCraney, assistant to the city manager, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Mansfield ISD is hosting a fall job fair for teachers, instructional paraprofessionals, and auxiliary staff, such as student nutrition workers, custodians, bus drivers, attendants, and mechanics. The job fair will be held on Monday, December 6th from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Center for the Performing Arts, located at 1110 West Debbie Lane. Attendees can expect a face-to-face meet-and-greet with district or campus representatives of Mansfield Independent Schools and get an interview on the spot. 
All interested candidates are required to register before attending, and we have a link to register on our website, aboutmansfield.com. Just click on the links tab. Also in MISD news, they came wearing brightly colored superhero outfits and big smiles as members of the Mansfield ISD Education Foundation recently piled onto one of the district's activity buses and took a tour of 30 campuses and district facilities. Their mission? To surprise and celebrate teachers and staff with grant money. In the past three weeks, the Education Foundation has distributed about $200,000 in grants to individual teachers or teaching teams. Another 100000 is being divided among all district campuses for principals to use as they see fit to support their teachers and staff. The 300000 is the most amount ever awarded at one time for the MISD Education Foundation. And since the foundation was founded in 1998, donors have funded more than $3.5 million in grants. Meanwhile, the COVID-19 epidemic is still on the decline here in Mansfield. With the good numbers, here's science reporter Dennis Webb. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. Last week saw a small increase in weekly new Mansfield cases and Mansfield Independent School District active cases and fatalities. Countywide indicators are mixed, suggesting we are on a low plateau between waves. I hope there's not a next wave. New weekly deaths trend is bouncing around but generally decreasing, also suggesting we're near the end of the recent wave. Since June, around a 1,000 county citizens have lost their lives to the epidemic. Last week across the county, 56 people died from COVID-19, including three in Mansfield. Tarrant County Public Health officials recommend that all eligible citizens get vaccinated, as it is the best recommended step any of us have to preserve our own health. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. As the song says, it's the hap-happiest time of the year, and Thursday gets us one step closer as the Mansfield ISD is hosting their annual lighting of their Christmas tree. You're invited to sing along to holiday carols, which will be performed by the MISD Pre-K and Early Literacy Academy students. Take pictures with your family in the Christmas village called Tots Town. A special guest will light the tree, and there will be free hot chocolate and cookies for everyone. It all starts at 6 p.m. this Thursday night at the Center for the Performing Arts, located at 110 West Debbie Lane. In sports, Summit and Timberview football teams made a big statement Friday night as both teams left the field with victories at the district level and will move on to the next round of playoffs. Summit topped Azel 38-14. Timberview routed Dallas Kimball 72-13. Moving on to area playoffs this Friday, Summit Jaguars take on Chapin Huskies. They're from El Paso. They will play in Midland at 3 p.m., Timberview Wolves take on the undefeated Ennis Lions in Lumpkins Stadium in Waxahachie, 7.30 kickoff. Thursday is National Great American Smokeout Day. Each year on the third Thursday in November, the American Cancer Society sponsors the Great American Smokeout. This is the annual social engineering event to encourage Americans to stop tobacco smoking for at least 24 hours with the hopes that the decision will continue forever. There are benefits to just one day without cigarettes. After just 20 minutes without a cigarette, the heart rate drops. So does the blood pressure. 12 hours later, the body will cleanse the carbon monoxide from the last cigarette consumed. That's a great start. If you make it past one day, your risk of heart attack begins to decrease along with heart disease and stroke. After two days, things start tasting and smelling better. 
That's because your nerves are healing from the smoke damage. Day three may be a little tough. The nicotine is starting to leave your body and symptoms of withdrawal may occur, but you can do it. By one month, you may notice you can breathe better. Coughing is less and your lungs may be clearer. It all starts with one day. How about Thursday? Let's check the seven-day weather forecast with Colleen. Let's take a look at the weather for the next seven days for Mansfield, Texas. Wednesday will start out sunny and warm with 81 degrees for a high, continuing our streak of above-average temperatures for the week. A cold front will come through later in the day Wednesday and into the overnight hours, but there's not much moisture to work with, so there's just a slight chance of a small shower or two. Behind the cold front, it will be breezy and cooler, with a high of about 59 degrees for Thursday. We're looking at 61 degrees for Friday, 71 degrees Saturday, 68 Sunday, 65 Monday, and 64 on Tuesday. Meanwhile, the Tarrant Regional Water District suggests that Mansfield lawns need no irrigation water this week. Sprinklers can remain off. Be sure to check your soil moisture and water new plants by hand. A variety of simple, inexpensive soil moisture meters are available in garden centers and nurseries, and many are suitable for both indoor and outdoor plants. These meters, which tell you if the soil is wet, moist, or dry at the root level, are especially effective for large potted plants. You can view a map of watering recommendations for North Texas, as well as water-saving tips at waterisawesome.com. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Reporter Dennis Webb talks science. Health specialist Lashenda Warner has the Texas Health Tip of the Week. And Brian Certain serves up a cocktail to remember. Also, coming up later in the episode, the Mansfield trivia question. And Steve concludes his in-studio conversation with local rock duo Olive Vox, who have just launched a national tour. Stay with us. We're back in 60 seconds. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Your logo or emblem defines who you are, so why not show it off with custom printed shirts? I'm Dana Wood with Ohana Screen Printing. We are a custom screen printing company and can print your design or help you create a new design. While t-shirts are our specialty, we can print on all kinds of apparel such as masks, hoodies, bags, you name it. Ohana means family and that's exactly why we started Ohana Screen Printing. To bring our family and community together through creative expression. We look forward to adding you to our family. Rest assured that when you do business with Ohana Screen Printing, that your dollars stay local as we are a family-owned business based right here in Mansfield. If you're part of a business, organization, or sports team looking to make a visual presence, hit us up on Facebook or ohanascreenprinting.com. That's ohanascreenprinting.com. In 1999, Mansfield Cares was founded to be the safety net for those in need in our great city. Mansfield Cares built the first free medical dental eye clinic and the warehouse that is home to the only food bank in Mansfield. Our city's seven food pantries, Feed the Kids program, Back to School Bash, and college scholarships have all benefited from Mansfield Cares. Become a part of Mansfield's safety net. Donate today at mansfieldcares.org. That's mansfieldcares.org. 
Hi, I'm Adam Larson, Operations Manager at the Mansfield Star Center, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Let's head on over to the science desk where reporter Dennis Webb is seeing colors again. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. Last week, I discussed the science of what color is and how our eyes and brains see color. This week, I'll explain how humans make color on our screens and cereal boxes. As our eyes see a simple approximation of the much more complicated electromagnetic color that is actually around us, this is useful for how we perceive color in man-made things, not flowers. Let's start with our screens, the phone, the tablet, the workstation, and the TV. Our screens use what is called a red-green-blue color model that mimics these three colors detected by our eyes, which is why they work so well for us. The screens work because there are actually millions of individual glowing dots of red, green, and blue. When a grouping of these dots are told to glow at slightly different levels, you can make pretty much any color, and with a lot of these groupings, you can see photos on your phone. A decade or two ago, engineers figured out how to present color on screens using mixtures of red, green, and blue with 256 different levels of each color, and this is called 24-bit color. Depending on your estimate of human color detection, this is more than enough to produce all the colors a human eye and brain can discriminate, and is the main reason your phone snapshots look so good. There is a lot of processing and image mathematics behind our screens, trying to accurately present images, but also to encourage us to buy the newest version of the device. As an old guy, all the recent screens look fine to me, but each new generation of devices brag about how they're brighter screens and better color, And this is a thing lots of engineers work to make happen, sometimes tweaking the particular strengths of the the colors, doing different math on the image data with slightly different color models. It's a business. I use the term color model as there are lots of ways to present color to the human eye. Red, green, and blue predates digital screens, as these colors were used in theater lighting. If three stage lights had colored gels of each of these colors, and they were all shined on the same place on the stage, the audience would see white light. This color model is called additive, as the addition of light of the three colors makes white light. Combinations of red and green produce yellow light. Weird. When we see color on paper, it is made a different way, called the cyan, magenta, and yellow color model. This is what makes magazines and our color printers work. As these are ink on paper seen with reflected life, this model is called subtractive color. If you print maximum amounts of cyan, magenta, and yellow on paper, you'll get a black instead of white. If you take a cardboard cereal box apart, you may find the hidden test print samples of cyan, which is the kind of aqua color, magenta, pinkish, and yellow, and black. These markings are part of the printer's quality control. Most printers add a fourth color, black, as it gets a reliable and cheaper black than just mixing cyan, magenta, and yellow. It is the same for the color inkjet printer some of us have in our homes. This discussion of two different ways to make color is grounded in the science of color and human vision, but the actual glowing screens and colorful cereal boxes are in our lives because of engineers who figure out how to make it work in a way that makes money for the manufacturing companies. The results of science is everywhere in our lives, a product of commerce. If you have any questions about science, send an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb.
It's time right now for the Texas Health Tip of the Week, sponsored by Texas Health Hospital, located at 287 and Lone Star Road. Health specialist Lashunda Warner shares how to get your fill of vitamin D even during the winter months in our Texas Health Tip of the Week. Lashunda? What do you do when a supplement knocks on your door? You invite them in. Get it? Yes, it's me again, Lashonda, providing this week's health tip of the week, which is all about vitamin D. I know it's getting cold outside, but vitamin D is still important even during the winter months. The reason is because Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun has decided he wants his day shortened and we need his exposure to avoid becoming vitamin D deficient. Did you know that vitamin D promotes calcium absorption, which is needed to promote strong, healthy bones? You may experience the following symptoms if you are vitamin D deficient, including bone pain, muscle weakness, fatigue, cardiovascular disease, and asthma. A major risk factor is having brittle and weak bones, which can lead to osteoporosis. This can lead to extreme back pain, loss of height over time, a stooped posture, and sadly bones that are much easier to break than expected. So to avoid all of that, Take a few moments and listen to me. Here are some ways to prevent becoming vitamin D deficient. I know we have all heard to go and sit in the sun, but yes, I know winter is quickly approaching. So here are some helpful tips to compensate for the lack of vitamin D from sunlight. Try adding this into your diet. Fatty fishes such as salmon, tuna, mackerels, or sardines. You can even add egg yolks, beef liver, oat milk, almond milk, Cow's milk, soy milk, and some brands of orange juices and yogurts are often enriched with vitamin D. Remember last time I said I was going to revisit having a primary care provider. They play a major role as your first line of defense in all aspects of your health care. By having a visit, they will order lab works. This is the best way to determine if you are deficient in vitamin D. I am very aware of being vitamin D deficient because I too suffer from it. I did not realize why I was always so tired. I mean, I'm a mom of a 16-year-old and a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old lab, so I need all the energy I can get to keep up with my family. I, too, went to see my PCP, and guess what? I'm vitamin D deficient. I was prescribed a vitamin D supplement, and a few weeks later, guess what? I feel so much better. Once again, I have enjoyed sharing my knowledge on vitamin D deficient for this week's tip of the week. On behalf of Texas Health Mansfield and reporting for About Mansfield podcast, just remember, the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. Have a great day. As always, Brian Certain likes to take a little bit of this and a dash of that for his cocktail of the week. Today's concoction is no different. Brian? This week's wine of the week is the Beaujolais Nouveau. In the 1980s, Beaujolais Nouveau made its first big splash in the United States, and the Americans' consumption skyrocketed. By the 90s, the very food-friendly wine was such a dinnertime staple, and new vintages are released each year on France's celebratory Beaujolais Nouveau Day, which so happens to fall on the Friday before Thanksgiving every year, which only adds to its stateside appeal. Among the rolling hills and tiny villages just south of Burgundy and north of Lyon lies Beaujolais. The region is synonymous with the Gamay grape, the area's most planted grape. 
It's a vibrant, fruit-forward wine, and Beaujolais Nouveau is created through a carbonic maceration, a method which takes the whole red grapes, rests them inside a tank with carbon dioxide, triggering fermentation to begin within the uncrushed grapes. The technique yields wines with a very light, refreshing flavor profile. Although the style was enjoyed for centuries in France, it didn't gain widespread attention until 1951 when the Union Interprofessionale des Vins de Beaujolais gave the wine its name and designated November release date. Only then are the wines made from harvested grapes just on the grape in September were to be released. And soon thereafter, winemakers began to compete with one another via mass marketing campaigns. And Beaujolais Nouveau Day had its own slogan, Le Nouveau Est Arriva, the new one has arrived. By the 1980s, droves of wine drinkers across Europe, the U.S. and Asia were toasting glasses of Beaujolais Nouveau. The wine's fame came overseas due largely to the late winemaker George Duboeuf, who launched his label in 1964. His Nouveau wines were approachable, easy drinking, and notably inexpensive. In its heyday, Georges de Bouff Beaujolais Nouveau sold as many as 1.185 million 9-liter cases in U.S. stores, according to the Academy Society, the American Association of Wine Economists. As always, the information on the Beaujolais Nouveau will be posted on bourbongospel.com. This very special and extremely affordable wine is released on the Friday before U.S. Thanksgiving. That's two days away from the date of this release, or November 19th, 2021. The Cocktail of the Week is proudly sponsored by The Vault, located at 2300 Matlock Road at the corner of Country Club and Matlock. Haven't tried the 2021 Beaujolais Nouveau? Head over to the vault on or after November 19th, where one of their craftsmen will pour you a glass of the 2021 Beaujolais Nouveau featured here on the About Mansfield podcast. As always, I'm open to hear your take and input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain says, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. Congratulations to Steve Cacavalli, who is the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. What title did Chris Burkett hold on the day of his retirement? Steve knew that it was assistant city manager. Steve has won a $25 gift card to the restaurant of his choice. After the break, this week's trivia question... I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. The Texas Health Tip of the Week was sponsored by Texas Health Hospital Mansfield, located at 287 and Lone Star Road. Introducing Texas Health Hospital Mansfield, an all-new, all-modern healthcare campus, now serving Mansfield and our nearby communities. With advanced care for women and infants, orthopedics, heart and vascular, a 24-7 ER, and more. Experience care you'll love right where you love living. Texas Health Mansfield, now open at 287 and Lone Star Road. Learn more at texashealth.org backslash mansfield. 
Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities. Can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows, such as Ask Philip, On the Mark, Grown and Unfiltered, and Daughter of the Other Woman, just to name a few, and handles post-production duties for remote clients such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Epic Voices and Conversations from Palm Springs. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 right here in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and you get to record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast or if you're just looking for a better place to record podcast mansfield recording studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com that's podcastmansfield.com hi i'm karen marcucci and you're listening to about mansfield it's time right now for the highly coveted wildly popular mansfield trivia question the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a 25 dollars gift card to the restaurant of their choice let's get to this week's question colleen well steve as you drive south on Main Street, just coming off of the railroad viaduct, the first visible house sits at the corner at 103 Van Worth Street, which is said to have been built in 1870. Mansfield's first Justice of the Peace owned the home from 1889 to 1909. This week's trivia question is, who was Mansfield's first Justice of the Peace? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, who was Mansfield's first Justice of the Peace? Welcome back to About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And in the studio today, we are going to conclude our interview with the rock duo, the Mansfield-based rock duo, Olive Vox. We've got Caden Shea, 15 years old. And Parker James, 20 years old, in the studio. You moved to Mansfield nine years ago, so both of you... Caden, you're still in high school. Yeah. You graduated, Parker graduated from high school. Yeah, I'm done. From which which school? Um, So, we went to, like, I went to... So, I used to go to Mansfield High School. Okay. And uh, after freshman year, I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to go to... I'm going to go at my own pace. I don't know. I feel like schooling for me is just... A little bit more difficult like I would just move at a different pace mm-hmm. so I was like mom can you like homeschool me and she's like okay yeah like I've been homeschooled before you know I broke my arm um, pretty bad and I had to be homeschooled so it was just like my mom was like okay sure we'll, we'll go ahead and do that so I ended up going to this art school named like Taffa like Travis Fine Arts Academy and I uh, went there and I graduated from there um, but yeah, that's uh, that's where I graduated from. And Caden, uh, are you a product of the Mansfield public school system, or or he's shaking his head no? Uh, too. Where do you go to school? I I'm homeschooled, but You're I homeschooled. I was in school for five years. So when you are about to embark on this tour, you will be homeschooled on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like same exact thing. There you go. It's just yeah. on the road, like work for me and then Caden it's like this band and now for me it's this band but like I wasn't in a band when I was his age so 
I had like the whole social media thing and I was like, you know, I wouldn't even be able to be in school with this like social media thing. So it's like good to be doing my school at home and then also be doing my job at home because it is a job. The social media, oh, yeah, yeah, it takes a long it takes, time. No, it takes up my like, that's like my, yeah. How many videos do you think you've posted on, on TikTok? Oh, tons. Tons? Yeah. Just, I have no idea. Like thousand maybe. Okay. Yeah. it's It's been like an everyday thing. I make them every day. But like a lot of times what is actually the grueling process of it, it's actually not the video making. It is uh, the business calls. Like I got to get on that like every single day. It's just like... Zoom, zoom, zoom. So it's it's like a it's a full blown job. So right. yeah, it's crazy. Well, and you have an agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, he he's just able to like find out stuff and like I don't know. He just he's a big help. Yeah, he's yeah. a huge help. Yeah. And so Parker, you've got the talent agent mm-hmm. with the social media, but has and he's been working off also with then yeah. all of Vox mm-hmm. and. Is he the reason you're mm-hmm. you you're you have a tour? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Like I wouldn't even know where to start really. I was like, Hey man, can you like help us out? Yeah. He's like, Yeah, sure. All right. Let's talk about this tour. You just performed uh, a few nights ago at Tulips in Fort Worth. Uh, the night before, you were playing in Austin to a sold-out crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about the shows that you've just done before we talk about the upcoming shows. Um, sold-out crowd. We're talking how many. How many people in, in Austin? Um, probably around, well, they're outside. The outside gig was around however much that place can fit, like 2,000 people. A couple thousand Is people. that the Mohawk? But we played indoors, so mm-hmm. kind of got have cramped. They like, like a noise regulation at that place. Like after midnight, they got to cut it. Huh. And then we went on at midnight. So I was like, dang, <laughs> man. So they were like, all right. So anyone that like funneled in came in and watched our show, which okay. is, it was cool. Yeah. Here in Mansfield, it's 10 o'clock. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't play outside oh, we, after, after 10 o'clock. We play far, at band practice, we play far past 10 o'clock. <laughs> outdoors? Not outdoors. No? Okay. Yeah, well, not much soundproof. But like, before we put up soundproof in our little front room, it just like was in our neighborhood and anyone that was walking by could hear it. But nice. our neighbors loved it. Yeah. And then tell me about the show you guys did in, in Fort Worth at Tulips. That was fun. It was Probably around a hundred people there. I don't. I, the lights were so I couldn't see the crowd that yeah. well. But yeah, I mean, I heard a lot of people cheering, so mm-hmm. it was really fun. I mean, it was the first time I got to like do a lot of noise and feedback. You know, yeah. but it was cool. Feedback is good. Yes, if yeah. it's controlled, it is the best noise. It's, I even got to pick up the guitar and play it at the end. Not like legitimately. It was just <laughs> feedbacking, and he dropped his guitar, so I picked it up and did a solo. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And do you have enough material for uh, personal material, or are you also uh, uh, doing some covers within uh, within your set? Um, well, I think we did, did. Didn't we do finger? We did finger at tulips. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that at levitation because <laughs> Ty Siegel's like right above us, oh. and that's mm-hmm. his song. And we're yeah. like, oh, we covered the oh. dude's song that we ended up playing with, <laughs> and like. <laughs> We were, like, we were thinking like, should we should we play this? And then he walked by us, and Kane's like, "Nah, dude, we're not we're not doing this." Yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't know, maybe out of insecurity or something. No, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of like one of the 
elites the, of the, the elites, yeah. yeah, of the little Austin, yeah, thing. He's actually from Laguna Beach, so he must be a cool dude then. He's a, he's a, a cool real dude. cool dude. He's pretty yeah. cool. Very yeah. good. Your your tour coming up. I see predominantly on the East Coast, uh, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York City. Yeah. It's got to be uh, – uh, have either of you been to New York? Not uh, the city. I haven't been to this city. Okay. Went hey. to, the, I, I almost said we went to Hawaiian Falls. I mean, Niagara Falls. You went to Niagara Falls. Yeah. Upstate New York. Yeah. All right. And, and then Washington, D.C. Uh, eventually, it takes you out to California. It would be good to be home again, right? Mm, uh, yes. You could be playing at the Mint in Los Angeles. I toyed with uh, the tour bus. It's mm-hmm. is, is there an actual tour bus? Or are you going by? No, it's it, a van. It's a van. We got to pick that up today. Actually, okay. Um, it's like a Ford. Ex- like what is it called? It's just a big Ford van. Yeah, it's a big Ford van. I wanted to get the Mercedes ones. One, it's mm-hmm. nice, um, but like. That's like way, that's like not in our budget. So uh, we ended up going with the Ford van. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I can't drive it. I'm uh, apparently have to be, since we're renting it, you have oh, to be you, 25. You have to be 25. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, dang. Yeah. So here in the studio with you is your mom. Is she yeah. is she going on the tour with you? Yeah, she's yeah. got to. I mean, she's driving? Yeah. I, I can't drive it. She is terrified of driving. So. Um, that's going to be super exciting on the road. Um, so yeah, our mama's going to be driving the bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with the, uh, with the other two guys, right? The four of you. Yeah. yeah. All your, all your instruments packed in the back. Yep. Yep. Plus our manager's going, he's going to be crammed in there with us. The five of you. Oh yeah. Let's take a little listen to bury me low. It's their new single, and this is all of Vox on About Mansfield. Vox on about Mansfield that we are talking with Parker James and Caden Shea. They are age 20 and 15 respectively and they are brothers and they live here in Mansfield, Texas. And let's let's break down the song uh, Bury Me Low. Who wrote the song? Um, well, I wrote the riff, the everything. Um, mm-hmm. Parker wrote the vocals. So a collaboration between the two mm-hmm. of you. Uh, and then who is performing what on 
on the song? Um, I'm performing the guitars, the leads, the rhythms, the bass, the, um, not the drums. We got a drummer for that. Right. And then he's performing the vocals and I'm performing the backing vocals. How many layers of guitars are in the song? You've got the rhythm, the lead, and the bass, but... I think we stacked two guitars on top of each other in each ear. Okay. So, yeah. I think that was about all we did. And then the leads over the top of that. Where'd you record the song? Uh, the Echo Lab studio in Denton, or Argyle. It's like right next to each other. But, yeah. Yeah. And there, there, if you go on, on YouTube and do a search for Olive Vox and Barry Milo, you'll see the video. Who produced the video? We did. We did. The two of you. Yep. Yeah. And I think you had mentioned uh, that, that you, you just switched off. Here's the camera. One recorded the other, and then you switched. Yep. Mm-hmm. Edited it, put it together. So, yeah. Put a little filter over it. And yeah. We had our cousins. Um, they skateboard. Uh, they have like a lot of videos on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we we're just like, Cause. I mean, I know how to skateboard a little bit, you know, yeah. but I'm not at their level. And I was like, hey, could we use your guys' skateboarding in the video because it's like might fit the vibe pretty cool? And they're like, yeah, you could use it, and we're like, Shh, cool, man, we'll put it in the video. So yeah. that's where the skateboarding. Kaden had the from. drop skateboarding. He was he was getting real good at it, and. Uh, I didn't like, want to break any bones. I was like, bones dude, we're about to go on tour. The show. <laughs> you're, you're getting like a little bit too good, and you're going. He he was like, he's like, all right, I need to. He's like going downstairs and all this stuff, and I'm like, dude, one wrong move, especially on a skateboard. There's no really control over it. Mm-hmm. It's your feet. It's your feet. It's not the it's best. It's like a, your feet in a wood plank with wheels. So if that flies out and you go to catch yourself, done. Broken arm. Broken arm. Wrist. No tour. No tour, no guitar, <laughs> for a while. Yeah, for a while. I'm trying to remember who. Depending there on how was, bad it was. There was a blues guitarist who broke his arm, and his cast was set so, so he that could play, so that he could still play. Yeah, he had it set so that his hand was out in front of him, his palm facing himself, and he was able to put a guitar. Into his uh, into his hand, and still play with yeah. a, a cast on his arm. That's what started the whole social media thing. Was me breaking my arm. Yeah, like really. Yeah, I um, I started getting into like the whole like skateboarding thing. So like when he did it, I was like, oh no, like this, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna do what he what I did. I uh, I fell. I went to catch myself, and uh, my humerus. It's basically like the femur of your arm. Mm-hmm snapped in half in three different places and then dislocated my elbow and it was a compound fracture so it came out uh and i it, it it's really weird like a lot of people are like oh my gosh it sounds so painful which it was but um, it's it just sounds like i mean it feels like imagine a toothache like you're like you're getting a root canal mm-hmm. like in your arm and then it's like a very dull pain and then I think the worst part of it, though, since you don't have a bone holding your arm up anymore, right. it's your muscle. So it's just everything's spazzing. And it feels like you're just getting tased in your arm. It was just all this, like, electric shocks and, like, like pins and needles throughout your entire arm. Uh, 
It was like flopping everywhere, and I was like, oh my gosh. So I ran to the hospital. Well, not ran. I had to go in an ambulance. Um, and uh, I get there, and now I got 12 plates. I mean, two plates and 12 screws in my arm. And then one of them's like right on the side of my elbow, so the screw like sticks out a little bit further. Yeah. Yeah, and I bang it on stuff, and it just hurts so bad. And I'm like, hey, man, when am I going to be able to get this out of my arm? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're never going to be able to get that out because you are you have a main central nerve that runs right down the back, and if you do it, you can have, like, permanent nerve damage. He goes, like, you're lucky that you didn't have it already. So I'm like, oh, great. So the plates and screws are still there. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get stopped at the airport with the metal? Um, no. Like, I, I think it happened once. Like, I, like, set off a bunch of, like, stuff. But it was like a weird, and I was like, "Oh man, like this is so awkward." Uh, but no, they're made out of titanium, so like I'll be good with. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the stuff. But there was only one instance where that happened. Caden, any plates and screws? No, I was break dancing once, <laughs> and I and I went, just fell on my arm and uh, popped it out of the socket. It dislocated it. That sounds like it hurts too. Yeah, it, <laughs> and he's a pro dancer. He's a. Break it kind of was. It kind of did hurt. I was watching Despicable Me. <laughs> yeah, he refused to cry, which is the funniest part. I don't. I don't cry. Oh, I didn't I cry. cry. I had. I, ha- I had uh, nerves of steel when I broke my arm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just screamed a bunch, but yeah. I didn't cry. Like Superman, the yeah. man of steel. Mean King don't cry when we hurt ourselves. And now you're the man of titanium. Oh yeah, I mean, break dancing. I don't know how old falls. I was like, I don't remember. I was young, like but four. I, but like, who the heck break dances? But yeah, <laughs> I just freaking fell on my arm, popped out of the socket. That was it. Yeah, he internalized the pain at a young age. He was just like, nice. walked over to my mom. He's like, mom. My arm hurts. <laughs> Rushed him to the hospital in like a, a sling made with a sock. And then, uh, what did you do? Just pop back in. Yeah, and it naturally, like, it was so painful. I had to like go like that, and uh, yeah, then it just popped in. I didn't feel it pop in; it just kind of happened, and I was moving it around. With the band Olive Vox, where do you want to be five years from now? Mm, or just, will there be a band five years from now? Yes, yeah. yes, there will be a band. Mm-hmm. Okay, we want to be playing festivals and. One of the biggest rock bands ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's actually um, when we were when I was making the name. Uh, and you just got to think big. It's not like you know. So when I was making when I was making the name, I was like, "Will the person be able to pronounce our name right when we're getting a Grammy?" <laughs> so like, <laughs> I was like saying it over and over and over and over, like. Um, and the award goes to Olivox. And I would said that like a bunch of times. And I was like, you know what? That sounds pretty good. So dream big. Yeah. Grammys, festivals. Uh-huh. Okay. Like why why not dream big? Right. You know? So right. yeah. Let's talk about festivals. You got any thoughts on the uh, the tragedy at Astroworld over the weekend? It's terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Like, I don't know. Crowd crushes are in, intense. Like even at small venues, mm-hmm. I I went to one show. There's trees in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I've been there twice. Um, one was for there were two different style of uh, 
bands playing. One had a barrier and one didn't. Um, and the one with the barrier, you know, there was a crowd crush, but everyone got right back up. Um, then the one without the barrier, it was like max capacity and you like couldn't move. And um, that was scary. And it was super sweaty and you, you're like breathing in like other people's like. Yeah. Aroma. Yeah, aroma. And it was just like no way to move, super sweaty. And there was a crowd crush there. Like I, it's like both times there was a crowd crush. But like what I what I realized is it was significantly harder to get up at that show. Mm-hmm. It was like really intense. And um, this dude fell on my leg. And you wouldn't think like. Oh, like everyone just fell, like you're stationary. No, you get like sucked under. It's like a riptide. It's wow. really weird. Um, but I can only imagine what it's like. Like that was just like trees, like a little like venue right. in Dallas. You can only imagine what it's like with like 50,000 people all falling at once and you get sucked under, you know? So hmm. yeah, it's gnarly. Like it's horrible. Caden, you ever been involved uh not Fifteen yet. though. Not how, yet. how old were you when you went to your first concert? Uh, it was it was that Twenty One Pilots concert. I was probably around ten or eleven. Okay. Um. It, yeah, we went to a Twenty One Pilots concert. I was like, "This is awesome." We were just in the back, like the grass field, you know, where no one's really doing anything. And then I went to for my birthday. Um, I went to a Cage the Elephant concert. And that was really cool. We got to like run up and try to touch Matt Schultz on the boot. Yeah. <laughs> I got to touch him on the boot because he was crowd surfing all the way to the back of the crowd. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but I went to two 21 Pilots concerts and a Cage Elephant concert so far. Mm-hmm. I want to go to more. Definitely. That was cool. One band that you both have not seen that you would love to see. Kaden. Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think that'll be pretty cool. I mean, like, I don't... Oh, Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one would be nice. It's hard to... to I can't... Man, you, like, whenever you just, like... It's it's weird, because, like, you sit down, and, you know, you're talking about it, and then later, when we're gone, we always think, like, dang, man, we should have said oh, that. Oh, yeah, I meant that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters are cool. Yeah. Parker, what's your what's your favorite ice cream? I like coffee, Hagen dazs coffee ice cream. Caden? Cotton candy. Cotton candy ice cream. Yes. Where do you get that? Uh, Bluebell makes it. A lot. Actually, like a lot of ice cream places you can go to usually have a cotton candy section. And if they don't, it's like, what are you doing? Where's your <laughs> cotton candy? Now I'll have to settle with strawberry or something. There's like a... It's a certain kind of coffee ice cream. Like, I love Haagen-Dazs, but there was this one Italian restaurant we went to, and it had, like, candied coffee beans inside the ice cream. Mm. So it was really good. Yeah. So I'm a big coffee ice cream fan. Cadence just sticks with, like, the sweet. Bubblegum. Overbearing. Candy. Wedding cake. Yeah. Cookies and, and cream. Anything just super sweet. Nice. No. No, I don't like that. But I do like coffee ice cream as well. We've reached that part of the interview where uh, we give you shout-outs. So the, the microphone is yours to so start with Parker. Anybody you want to shout-out and say thanks to? Um, Mark. Mark Fisher and Outshine Talent. 
Cool guys. Yeah. Cool guys and girls. He's yeah. your rep. Yeah. 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 And without him, I mean, wouldn't be going on tour. Okay. So. Caden, any shout outs? Um, we have a single coming out November 12th. Um, make sure to check it out. You could pre-save it on Spotify and our Instagram. It's in our bio, I think. What's the name of the single? Sunflower. And we also have an EP coming out in February. So. Look for it. February of 2022. All of Vox. And now we have reached that time of the, uh, the interview called the lightning round. Ooh. Everybody who scary. sits in your chair, Parker, goes through the lightning round. And, and occasionally, it's very rare that I have two people in. Usually mm-hmm. it's a one-on-one interview. So we're going to bounce back and forth. We'll go Parker, Caden. Uh, there are 10 very simple. Uh, it's an exercise of, of this or that. Yeah. And this is where we get to know all of Vox and the brothers, Parker and Caden, on a, on a very deep level. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, uh, this or that. Parker, you ready? Yeah. Night or day? I like night. Like, it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm a night guy. I mean, like, I go to bed super late. Nightlife is great. I mean, I, our, a lot of concerts happen at night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cooler. So, yeah, it's prettier. Caden, sunrise or sunset? Um, sunset. I don't really like sunrise. It gives me, like, a bad vibe. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Mac or PC? Mm, uh, uh, probably PC because you can game a bunch, but hey, love Mac too. Mini golf or real golf? Mini golf. I can't play. I can't. I can barely play mini golf. So yeah, mini golf. Paper or plastic? Paper. Horror or comedy? Horror. Yeah. L.A. or New York? Oh man, I like the probably L.A. I haven't been to New York, but I love what I see. Acoustic or electric? Shoot. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say electric. It's just fun. <laughs> Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Boom. Studio or stage? Mm. Hey, man. Neither. <laughs> Hard. Honestly, all the answers would be both, but if I had to pick, definitely stage. Olive Ox, uh, Caden? Parker, where can people find out more about Olivevox? Or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Instagram, which is olive.vox. Olive.vox, yeah. Our Instagram, you can find us, and we're also on TikTok as well. I think it's pretty much, I think it's olive.vox on everything. So, okay. Yeah. Can I mention that I also found you at olivevox.com? Did yes. you? Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dang, man. Like, e- yeah, we're, we have a website. Okay, what's the web address? Uh, Olivevox.com. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Parker and Caden, uh, best of luck. Break a leg on this tour. Yeah, yeah. Thank And uh, thanks for being on About Mansfield. Oh, yeah, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Coming up next week, it is episode 100, where we will have the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. And we will talk in studio with a press box coach about sports, business, and life. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already. So you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Reporters, Stacey Main and Dennis Webb. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. 
Texas Health Tip, LaShonda Warner. Home Improvement Feature, Terry Radswin. Cocktail of the Week Feature, Brian Certain. Post-Production Editing, Mixing, and Mastering, Steve Casillo. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is about Mansfield. Mansfield.